0: Uh, no. I have a glass of blue.
1: Ooh. Is that is that is that diet blue or sugar free blue?
0: Oh no, it's it's all the sugar, all the caffeine. I had a rough week at work and what,
2: what, what? we were
0: supposed to have today, uh, tomorrow and Friday off, but oh we're working. My wife and I are working tomorrow. What is it and Saturday?
2: What is blue?
0: Well, this is just a mountain dew, I don't know, some mountain dew variant.
2: Oh, Target gotcha, had
0: gotcha. a buy one, get one half off. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So I was like, alright, this has caffeine and I'm angry, I'll do this.
1: <laughs> That's right, boys and girls, drink Mountain Dew angrily and see what happens.
0: I think there's no other way to drink Mountain Dew. Mountain that Dew is the, the official up. it's the official beverage of anger. <laughs>
2: uh chance covington's in the chat room as well and on that we are now live for another episode of dorks today is going to be a fun show uh angela bergeron just joined as well uh today we're going to be talking about 80s nostalgia conventions and a bunch of other fun stuff uh but here's an in intro not our official intro but an intro how is our intro not ready Leo? like i know i know i know here we go i can't get over this so the only thing left to say
0: of course Is the one obvious thing.
2: Excelsior! Comic book fans, are you looking for a Comic Con that has nothing but comic books? Well, there's only one place for you to go, and that'll be Terrific Con, Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con, happening at the Mohegan Sun Expo Center this August 9th through the 11th. Join us at Terrific Con, where you'll see nothing but comic book artists and writers, plus stars from your favorite comic book movies and TV shows. That's Terrific Con. Connecticut's Terrific Comic Con. Nothing but comic books everywhere you look. For more information, go to TerrificCon.com.
1: Deadly Grounds Coffee knows how important your coffee is to
2: you. Every batch is roasted to perfection with a unique special method and there we are with us today we have james it's
1: way too hot for these type of shows like can we just do this like in like the freezer or mr freezes honey ice cream shop from batman robin
2: uh sure sure why not and patrick hey everybody hello How's sir it? from Throwdown Thursday. Ooh, yeah That's fancy easy, right forget it you're in what show again
0: Oh, there it is. Okay. There you go. If I was smart, I would have set that up so you could see it from behind me.
2: <laughs> uh, so uh, also I wanted to make note. Uh, so I received the ads for Terrificon. Uh, Steven Christina Jr. sent me from uh, Super Retro Throwback Reviews. And uh just want to note that uh, Mitch's 30-second ad is 43 seconds.
0: Well, we'll let it slide this time.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, James, you had some awesome topics for today.
1: So I have a problem and I don't know if it's just me. I think we
2: all have problems.
1: I know. Right. It's just mine are a little bit more well-documented. Um, I'm, are you guys getting tired of 80s nostalgia? Mm. I think it depends on the form. So the reason I bring this up is it's 30 years since 1989. That's this is the big thing. A lot of the movies are celebrating their 30th anniversaries. Like Back to the Future Part 2, Ghostbusters 2, Batman, you know, some some big movies that came out in 1989. My question is, why do we feel the need to celebrate these movies the way we do?
0: Well, I think it depends on the movie and it depends on, you know, who it is. Like, I'm a huge fan of the Warriors that came out in 1979, but I haven't seen a whole lot of stuff about the 40th anniversary of that. But we've been inundated with this 80s stuff, like you're saying.
1: I mean, is, is it? Does it have to do to the like the 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 people who own the property? I
0: think so, especially where a lot of this stuff, uh, like you were talking about earlier about Ghostbusters, they're coming out with another one. So it's like, hey, remember this? Watch this Five before you ago, see this one. Yeah.
2: Well, also, for that uh, we were talking before the show is uh, they released a new version of Ghostbusters, and I mean, we just received the Digibook, book, uh, the latest Digibook, book, like. Super HD version, like what a year and a half ago, two years ago. Uh, yeah, I,
1: I, yeah, I think it was when the the new movie, the the, all, the female Ghostbusters movie came out. They like re released everything then too.
2: Yeah, so uh, about a year ago, I I bought that, and I don't think I've even watched it since I bought it. But uh, I didn't. I totally forgot that I did, and I bought the 4K version. And uh, you were a little sparing on the price. You said it was thirty five dollars. Actually, uh, forty dollars for the new version.
1: I'm like, I'm a Ghostbuster fan. Everybody in the show who watches shows knows I'm a Ghostbuster fan. Um, Even to me, I'm to a point like, guys, like I get it. The movie came out. Let's celebrate the movie. I got it. Cool. There's a new one coming out next year. It's a direct sequel. Like, awesome. Cool. You don't need to keep re-releasing the movies over and over and over again because it's the same freaking movie. Like I was joking around before you guys. I have plenty of copies of this movie. I'm not gonna go out of my way to buy this 4K version because I know the Blu-ray version I got two years ago is gonna look equally as nice as the 4K version because it's not a true K upgrade. It's just uh, they took the film and visually upgraded. They didn't yeah. go back like they did with, with when they did with Raiders uh, years ago when they made, went on Blu-ray with Indie where they went back to the actual film and made the film nice again. Yeah. Like
2: or or uh, Matrix, the last version of the Matrix, they actually went back and rescanned the movie removed the green tint so it's like a completely different film now and but
0: removing the green tint doesn't make any sense like that was supposed to be like the thing like- well
2: uh so so they kept a there's definitely a visual difference between the worlds um so yes. th- so they definitely kept that uh but the, okay. just the overall like oversaturated green tint is gone it's now more of a grayish you know it, it's lightened up a bit it's it's they brought out a lot more clarity into the movie. Uh, it's an awesome watch if you get a chance to watch it.
1: But it's one of those things too, and you know, and I get it. The people who are running Hollywood right now grew up in the eighties. Like that's that's the memories they have are of these things, and so of course the companies are going to pander to that group of people because they're the ones who have disposable income with you know with student loans and stuff. I don't know how disposable it really is. Yeah, see exactly. Like, and that's why I yeah, it. I... <laughs> um, it was one of those things where I I, I kind of sit there and I'm. I'm looking at it in, in in right now, and this is where I see it at evidence. What comes out tomorrow on Netflix? Stranger Things. What is Stranger Things just full of?
0: Eighties nostalgia porn.
1: And you know why I feel like, and this is kind of I followed up with this conversation is you're getting to the point with this night eighties nostalgia where oh cool they brought back the mall like because the mall is no longer a thing. God forbid there's not a mall 20, mi- 20 minutes away from me that is still a working functional mall. Like when you're going back and bringing back new Coke and Crystal Pepsi as product placement, dude, you're just you're just digging that barrel. You're scraping the bottom of that barrel.
0: Well, let me ask you something. I I have a question. Sorry. uh, No,
2: actually, before you do, uh, Wolfie over on YouTube uh, says he wants to know, does your sign light up? Uh, It does. I don't uh, have
0: any batteries in it right now. Uh, But
2: uh, if I had the cable, it would light up. Awesome, and he says uh, uh, this is not different when they re-release the Tarantino films every time he puts out a new film. Um, I I think that's a little bit different because not every. I mean, Tarantino, it's kind of a rarity. Not everybody's buying the Tarantino films. You know, uh, you could get like new fans with each release, so it might be smart of them to re-release them um but like you know ghostbusters everybody's seen ghostbusters and it's uh
1: they probably have some sort of copy of ghostbusters somewhere yeah
2: Yeah. so yeah patrick the
0: question the question i was going to ask is what to you is more uh of an irritant when it comes to this nostalgia stuff the fact that it's like, hey, every day on Facebook, like, this is the day that this movie came out. Or the fact that Disney is bringing back all the movies that they've already made into animated classics and they're turning them into live action uh, with the same script, the same plot. Like, basically nothing has changed, but they're just re releasing them uh, with CGI instead of uh, hand drawn animation. No, See, to I- me, that makes me angry.
1: See, Disney, it, it, that, that's a completely separate level with me, and that goes back to Aladdin with Robin Williams. Um, and I, I've said my piece on that because I think, I think the way they did Genie and Aladdin, and I, I'm not taking anything away from Will Smith. It looked like everybody who saw it that I know said Will Smith made it his own. It really wasn't trying to imitate Rob Williams, which I was glad they didn't try to do. Smart, But again, it's one of those things where you look at, like, say, The Lion King. They brought back James Earl Jones to be the voice of Mustafa. Are you telling me that in the vault of Disney and you see enough back behind the scenes things of the the voice recordings of Aladdin? You couldn't just CGI Genie with Rob Williams' voice in there?
0: Especially where it's essentially the same script. It's not like they're changing the story. I mean, Beauty and the Beast is the only difference. Because they went ahead and they made, uh, not to get too far off on a tangent here, but Beauty and the Beast, the animated version, makes zero sense. And they really went in and they they changed a lot of these plot holes. Like the Beast needs to you know, fall in love with somebody before his 21st birthday. He's been a Beast since he was 11 because he's been the Beast for 10 years. So he's got to learn the complexities of peer bonding and the intimacies of a relationship with the first woman he meets.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, and it, it, some of those movies, like they said, they're doing, like, Lion King. It, the, the trailers, I mean, the trailers that you see, especially the first teaser trailer they dropped was like, it's a shot for shot, and they've done that. The first trailers for all these movies, the the, the reimagining of these live-action ones, other than I think Dumbo, and I think Dumbo's the only one that bombed at the box office. Yeah. Um, because you can't have Dumbo without those black crows. Yeah. Um, cool. And, um, you know, it was a shot-for-shot shot reshot of the teaser trailer. Yeah. So it's, it goes back to your thing like, oh, look, see, I remember that growing up. And I saw it with my own family on Facebook when they said – you know, Lion King coming out on the same exact day that it came out in animated form, and they're going to the exact same theater on the same day. Like, like, talk about striking a nerve, and I get that's Disney because Disney can't think of a real live-action movie to save their life unless it's Star Wars or Marvel. So, like, I get why they're doing that. I'm oh. waiting for the Aristocats movie. <laughs> that's just me. Or, even better, The Great Mouse Detective.
0: Oh, my God. I love John Bluth animation. Uh, Two (laughs) things, though. One, if it's all CGI, do not call it live action. It's not live action. Unless they're getting people, you know, when I heard about this, I'm like, unless they're dressing up like the the Broadway performance or they've trained animals to speak, it's not live action.
1: The only one I got away with, I think Jungle Book, actually had the kid. They actually had a kid as Mowgli. Yeah, they had Mowgli. And that was all right. I liked
0: Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson and and, uh, Christopher Walken. Uh, And second, uh, going back to what you said about the crows, the, uh, yeah, Ben Kingsley is Bagheera and Idris Elba is uh, uh, Shere Khan. Uh, What you were saying about the crows, I was rewatching something and uh, you know that the name of the lead crow is Jim? I did not know that.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, no, but but going back to you, but but it's not even that. It's not even like that. Like I said, Disney's completely different because Disney's out of ideas. That's why they just keep buying properties. Um, for me, it's more of the and a little bit more. When you said in your face. Remember, 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 remember that. Like this is what yep. you want. It goes to the point where it's like they're not even subtle about it. No, it's it's just in your face, like. Remember this, you know, like I get it guys. Like being nostalgic is great and it gets you so far, but you know, it goes to that conversation is how can I miss you if you won't go away? If you keep throwing it in my face, remember this, remember this, remember this, I'm going to be like, I'm all set with you. I'm all d-. like, and, and, and you, know, you know, it's a prime example of that. And just in general, pop culture, Star Wars. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Star Wars is getting, I love Star Wars, but it, I, the oversaturation is really bothering me. Like it was special well, because there weren't so many of them.
2: And uh, well, as of the releases, we still haven't received a legit release of the original movie.
1: You're never gonna get that. Star Wars even Lucas even said they're never releasing the original cuts of those movies,
2: which is ridiculous because you can get a clear version now with uh, the um, the Harmy Edition, you know, which is an amazing watch. If you get a chance to check out the Harmy Edition of Star Wars, uh, you have to find alternative means to uh, to get it and burn it. Or get it and watch it. But it's, uh, you know, the guy spent like four years of his life remastering Star Wars from different versions. Uh, Cole uh, says, uh, who's your favorite character? Not Freddy. Oh, uh, this is a horror question. Uh, says, keep up the good work. Uh, Wolfman says, Lion King looks awful. And they did the same thing with Ghostbusters and High Sea James. And uh, Wolfie, uh, regular on our show for the Wicked Horror Show, why don't you answer that horror question, Wolfie, uh, in the YouTube chat? Uh, Angela says Beauty and the Beast was also based from the play. Also, Maleficent uh, is uh, that's different as well. Um, Maleficent
0: yeah. is different. Yeah. Yes. I, I I will. But that's more like an origin story. Like that's not. Yep.
1: No, it's an origin story, and they basically change the the lore of Sto- Sto- Sleeping Beauty. That's yes. what that story was.
0: Yeah, I so, watched it. And I was not. I was not impressed.
1: So, so you're telling me that this unbelievably the image of evil in growing up in our childhood was Maleficent and the dragon. Those I was talking. About, I remember like three or four scenes in Beauty and the Beast, and I haven't really seen it since I was a little kid. Is the dragon the end scene where they keep changing the dress color and Maleficent in her lap.
2: Yes, that's it.
1: So you're going to give by the the casting Angelina Jolie on on point. I'll never take that cast away. Disney mm-hmm. always has a very good job of casting. They always fall the second that person to, to play the, the part. You look at it and you're sitting there and you're watching it. And, and, and I didn't watch it. I watched them the nostalgia critics breakdown of it because I'm not going to sit and watch two hours of this movie. I have no desire to see, especially when I found out like the ending of it was completely different. So you're going to give this character, which for 60 years, 65 years, has been the villain the villain in walt disney animation it's melissa melissa ursula and like Cruella de deville your top three like an oh, evil queen like i was, I was gonna say snow white. white snow white those are your villains so now now you're gonna give this villain and now she's an anti-hero that she grew to love sleeping beauty princess aurora and now is wanting to protect her like well and actually, then you want to make the king or the the
2: the, the, the 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 prince the bad guy now like come on well anti heroes are all the rage now you haven't figured that out James? <laughs> I mean I mean they're doing
1: they're doing Corilla Deville. Nope. They're doing a live action Corilla Deville, which are it's already been done with Glenn Close, and I think she was on some happy pills when she did those two two of those movies. Yep. Um but like why? Like what makes these characters good is there's no backstory. you don't need a backstory. Because you're given just enough information to draw your own conclusions and use the eight pound piece of meat in your brain to you you get their motivations. You get why they're doing it and you draw your own conclusions. And if you want to expand on it, let your audience expand on it. I don't need to be spoon fed their backstory. I'll use horror horror as an example. I was going to say, especially their fucking names. (laughs) Cruella Cruella Deville. DeVille
0: and Maleficent. You know, you might as well call her Evil Lady Von Bad Guy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Oh, and don't forget one of the person's name is the Evil Queen. Yeah. Right. She doesn't even have a name. She just has a description.
2: <laughs> uh Wolfie says anti-hero is just a lame way to say villain and uh Wolfie answered uh Cole's question it says uh Lisa Wil- Wilcox's character in part 4 and 5 is his favorite character. Favorite kill is Tina's death in the original film. Uh, so talking about dipping their toes back into the well, and I'm sure that's not a phrase, but uh, we're getting not a yet. new, what's that? I said not yet. <laughs> there was a good one on Sunday. I'm going to have to pull it up. Uh, key in the locker or key in the wheel. Put your key in the wheel. Anyway, uh, I mean, we're getting a new Top Gun. Um, we're getting a new Bill and Ted.
1: Bill and Ted, I, will, I, I, I am looking forward to Bill and yep. Ted just due to the fact that no one was asking for that movie. And it was the creators and the actors. Hold, work- <laughs> Hold your hand down. The, 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 the actors were like, we want to keep telling this story. Yeah. Like, it was, it, it's not made out of Orion films, which I know who made that movie was Orion. was like, hmm, what long dead franchise has not been done, but it's in the 80s, that we can bring back to life and force on the public? To be fair, I don't think
0: there are many of these movies. Like, who's asking for a live action Lion King
1: uh, did you not see that? Like, it sounds like Edward uh, Edward L. Jones doesn't have a job,
0: so it's like, hey, uh... he's still playing Darth Vader. <laughs>
2: like... <laughs> uh, and that's something we, you know, w- the fans are dying for that they haven't given us yet is the Darth Vader movie. You know, talking about antihero, Vader, like
1: you, ha- you had unbelievably original stories that build in the gaps of Star Wars. You know what Disney did? Mm, control nope. alt <laughs> no, delete. I'm like, it doesn't serve our needs." Goodbye. 30 years of books." you're telling so- me they couldn't they couldn't adapt the Thrawn trilogy? Uh, well, uh, oh, so- no, we'll put Thrawn in the boat, in, in the in the canon of the universe, but it's going to be pre-civil war before New Hope. <laughs> so, uh, you know, he's not going to have an impact on anything past Endor when he was awesome like
2: so uh daniel john says uh the 80s were the best we're not saying the 80s weren't the best you know I, I grew up no it's how they're pulling stuff back from the dead of the 80s and stomping all over it. and you know uh abraham spinney uh from uh dark discussions podcast says uh so in regards to the 80s saturation it's not just the movies that are throwing uh their popcorn bowl of audiences uh, but also the time era where uh, we are getting a number of movies set in the 80s as well. Uh, and uh, Ryan uh, from uh, That Strange shows Says, I just came into the best conversation. Ha ha. Yes, you did, Ryan. Yes, you did.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, well, and that's true. With the, everything's being set in the 80s. I get it. Like, But again, I think it's one of those, it's the generation in Hollywood right now that this is what they remember.
0: And this is what they write, so it's I will. I will say. Uh, as far as the oversaturation, some of the stuff that we haven't talked about is some of the stuff that like completely failed. You know, there's a Hawaii Five O show that I think oh, is still yeah. running.
2: Yep. The, I got
0: read, uh The Chips movie with I don't even remember who the hell was in that.
2: I I I I enjoyed the Chips movie. <laughs> I'm just saying, like this is what we've been
1: seeing. <laughs> do, do you see why we're not a lot? we not allowed to talk in a lot of this episode. fun <laughs> uh, no, of him.
0: Uh, no, see here's as an aside. I don't believe in uh, in guilty pleasure movies. You like what you like. Yep. It, it, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not going to bust on anybody for liking something. You know, I just recently watched Inhuman, which and I thought that was a good movie. I enjoyed that. That's my wheelhouse. So i am no one to throw stones but you know i'm just saying like this is one of those things uh the the miami vice
1: that they tried to was a colin farrell and jamie fox like the, there's a real... 21 jump street oh yeah well again 21 jump Street i think was more they're making fun of jump street like and the seat the second one was even more so being like it's it's just like the first one like you just do the exact same thing like that was the running joke in that yeah. movie. So I get it. Like, and I think that one is more of like, this is a stupid property. We're going to bring it back to a new audience and basically say it's equally as stupid as it was years ago. Going back to Guilty Pleasure, I like Dante's Peak. That's just me. Like,
2: <laughs> uh, so I'm a uh,
1: volcano guy. Oh, it's Tommy uh, Lee and Anne Heche. Like, you can't get any better than that.
2: Uh, Wolfie, uh, being the person that needs to correct everybody, says Hawaii 5.0 is 70s. Oh,
0: yeah, I never watched it, I haven't watched the current oh. one either.
1: So, oh, uh, but yeah, but, but Magnum PI,
0: yeah, yep, that's one the
1: one I think you were thinking of. Magnum PI got re- that was just put back on TV. Well, I,
0: well, I know this Hawaii 5.0, I just didn't know when it came out, oh, yeah, but
1: again, too, but, like the nostalgia, just in general. We're getting like the nineteenth reiteration of Charlie's Angels. Yep.
0: Well, you also get these guys that want to just, you know, Hawaii Five O, Magnum PI. Where are those filmed? Are they filmed in a in a terrible location that sucks to work in?
1: But also it's on CBS where supposedly millions of people watch and I can't find like five people. I don't know
0: like anyone.
2: Uh, Ryan Williams says, uh, good evening as well, gents. And he says, everything always comes back around full circle. Soon it will be an oversaturation, oversaturation of 90s till we all choke on recycled Kevin and Williamson trash. And Abraham Smitty says there's a new Charlie's Angel coming out and a new Terminator as well. Uh, yeah, they had uh, both trailers for both of those uh, in Spider-Man. Uh, I am
1: all for the Terminator. Yes. I, that looks really good. Yes. I mean, the only thing I take away from it is John Connor is no longer the savior.
2: No, and this looks like, is it a direct sequel to the first one? Uh, the, direct direct second one. the second T- one. The second one. Okay. So they're ignoring all the other stuff.
1: Well that doesn't make any sense because in T two the Terminator gets melted down, so how is he in a cabin in the woods? Yeah. Uh-oh. Anytime you see something like that, a Time wizard did it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Good Simpsons reference.
2: Good That's what I
0: do. That is what I am known for.
1: <laughs>
0: oh wow. Uh,
2: so I I know we're we're all over the place and we still want to talk about conventions and stuff, uh but so, talking about like repurchasing movies, uh, what is one movie that you've rebought like way too many times?
1: Uh, Back to the Future and Ghostbusters.
0: Okay, Patrick. Uh, King Kong versus Godzilla. Mm-hmm. I have VHS, DVD, Blu-ray. Oh, <laughs> Like a nice. no laserdisc. Yeah, I never had a laserdisc player, but I do have a VHS. You can kind of see it right. Let me see if I can. Right here, right underneath the cable box. The uh, why is
1: it flashing twelve?
0: Well, because the cable box is uh is flashing. <laughs>
2: Kind of uh, Wolfie says I watch Hawaii 5.0 I uh, have been since the new one started And in the 80s there were tons of movies Set in the 50s and 60s I'm sure most of our parents thought the same thing James feels uh, they brought back Frankie Avalon and Annette Funicello uh, Back to the beach uh, For me obviously um, I, I don't know I, I know I have like 3 or 4 copies Of like E.T. Uh, Ghostbusters
1: um, Which E.T. version? The one with the, with the threatening walkie talkies?
2: Uh, actually, I have the the digibook that has the original theatrical release as well. Um, Do you have like Digimons? Like, what the heck is a digibook? It, Digital book. I got that much. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's it's the way they box the yeah. It, it's like a book, and it, <laughs> uh, and like VHS also. Uh, but Star Wars is the one I have the most because I have essentially every iteration from Laserdisc up until. The only one I didn't get right. was the new steel book. There, oh, that that's right the the there,
1: VHS
0: one. That's the VHS. Yeah. I also got a special edition uh, that Best Buy was selling, where it was the last time they were re- they were releasing the original cut. So it had two discs. It was the original and then the the twenty year remaster. So I got all three of those. Yep. But I have to get them on. Actually, somebody I know ripped. Uh, it wasn't somebody I know. It was somebody I knew in a group. Ripped a. Uh, VHS quality onto a Blu-ray. So I have the Blu-ray of all three of the original, but it's like the VHS, but it's like remastered for Blu-ray. It's weird, but now I don't have to buy the Blu-rays.
1: <laughs> there you go. Um,
2: nice. Well, Def-
1: well, well, I wanted to go to what you. Uh, was you part of the Quentin Tarantino? Uh, no, I it was think Leo. Wolfie did. Leo. Oh, Wolfie. So that's different. And I'm going to put this in different because you do have completists out there. So instead of them buying just the another disc to the set, they want the full box set. Yep. So I always use like Harry Potter as an example of this or Indiana Jones or even um, I'll use Star Wars. Like mm-hmm. I, have, I have a feeling people are out there who have the original, the, the first six movies as the box set and they're not buying Force Awakens, Last Jedi and the Rise of Skywalker individually. They'll wait till they get the big Mondo of all nine movies on um, 4K.
0: No, I have a question about that because I have seen people are so dumb when it comes to these box sets. Like every year there's a new Fast and Furious movie and every year there's a new box set. Oh, all six movies. But if you buy this, te- if you buy this set, well, yeah, yep. you get five dollars towards the seventh one in theaters.
2: Well, also last year they released it in a wheel and they said uh, they're leaving space within the wheel for the next movie.
0: See, I I haven't gotten into them like I'm not a fan of them, Um, so I wouldn't I wouldn't I didn't buy them. So I don't know. I just know that when I was working at Target, people were like, oh, yeah, I'm going to buy this. It's like, you know, the the other ones in theaters, you're just going to have to buy it. Yeah, but this is a good deal. It's like, yeah, we're having a sale on bird seed, but I don't have a bird. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm not just going to buy it
1: because it's a good deal. Uh, um, well, for me, it's like uh, I'll use Marvel. I'll use the Infinity Saga. Yep. I will, but if they come out with like a Gauntlet of like all twenty-two movies in it, I would buy that. Yeah. Well, like, they're releasing you know, the. Just take my money because I have I have like I have like Doctor Strange. I have Infinity War. I have. Resident yeah, I have a few War. of them. I have. A, I don't have all of them. I have a handful of them that I really really enjoy. Mm-hmm but you're telling me I can buy all of them for like $200 or whatever it is, or say two fifty, And it's in like a gauntlet or it's in like a comic book, like something like that. I would be like, dude, where do you want me to sign up? I'll do it in two seconds.
0: I think the one that they're releasing, Leo. I think you were going to say they just, it's just a box with a picture of the gauntlet on it. That's like 200 bucks.
2: Yeah. And there's um, they've been releasing, you can buy them in phases now as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but for, you know, idiots like me that buy the movie as soon as it comes out, you know, it's, yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, but some of my, you know, I'm considering should I start to rebuy them because they're now coming out in 4K. You know, so again, this comes into—is
1: this the blue VHS, Blu-ray, DVD debate all over again? Like, see, I'm not buying. I'm not buying 4K.
0: Like, Me I will buy Blu-rays, and you know, because. They're already coming out with 8K TVs. And it's like, your eye can't see 8K. Like, you are not able to comprehend that. Like, Uh, 4K is almost impossible.
2: Well, I I remember when uh, we switched from DVD to Blu-ray, and the first movie I picked up was one of the X-Men. And I remember you could easily tell where something was green screened. Um, yeah, this just happened when I moved to 4K in John Wick, I think number two. Uh, in the cemetery scene, you can easily see in 4K uh, where it was green screened. So, well, it's
1: funny because like I have we have a 4K TV and I have just a regular PS4. I haven't upgraded the PS4 Pro. I'll probably when I, I think the PlayStation 5 will have the upgrade already in there, so that's what yeah. I'm waiting for. But like, I've watched two, I've watched good omens in 4k and i watched good omens in hd do you know how i do you know do you know how i told i could tell the difference how's that on the sticker on tv (laughs) said 4k on it like (laughs) what difference was it because you know it was shot in 4k like what's the difference uh that can completely different tangent. We can go down that road. Oh, totally. Yeah, that's another show. That's uh, another
2: show. Wolfie says, uh, the format opens like a book, talking about Digibook. Uh, he will wait till Black Friday to buy them. Uh, and he says, fuck 4K. Uh, thank you, Patrick. Sure. I said the same thing about being able to see things in 8K, and he blew me off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
1: it, it, I'll use another example for, for Patrick. I bought Friday I bought Nightmare on Elm Street the DVD box set when I was in college. I had no desire to get HD versions of Friday the 13th or Nightmare on Elm Street. The only Nightmare on Elm Street I bought in HD was the original one that was remastered for Blu-ray because everything else after that was ported. Every one that I have is yep, I when I went out, I have this particular
0: type of case. I have every one of the Nightmare on Elm Streets with this and this one, number one, this was the hardest one to find. I could find it in all kinds of different versions, but I have every single one of them with this plastic opening with the cardboard. Every single one of them is like this, and I will not upgrade it to anything else because
1: I don't feel like I need to. Yeah, no, it's it's like one of those things. Like you're right because if she's like. She's... This is going in such a tangent. I love it. I love these tangent <laughs> conversations. <laughs> Leo, that's, that's what, what I, I do. That's things. all I do is tangents. <laughs> Leo, Leo, that's why I always do two topics a show yeah. because nine times out of ten, we won't get to the second topic. Oh, I hear you. I hear you. Um,
0: Leo, this is your fault because you invited me up.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> see, see, we would have been done now in our air conditioning, but no. He's like, we have to have somebody else. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm having fun I'm off it's... Off of the job. but like but like those movies aren't meant for high definition
0: right they weren't yeah. shot in the yeah. high like they weren't shot with a high def camera so why do I need like oh like you can really see like the string know... work
2: well uh, right so, yeah so there's uh, you know I'd be Wolfie's gonna you know uh <laughs> okay first he says he hates snapper cases uh and
1: uh Wolfie don't like anything
2: Uh, Angela says I know I've got all the discs called Chronicles of Riddick I did buy another Dark Fury uh, but that's because there's an art poster signed by the artist and uh, she has I've got the original VHS set Nightmare on Elm Street and there's nice. sort of like a resurgence, and I belong to a lot of um, communities on Reddit for for movies, obviously. Get off Reddit, Leo. I I know, but sort of like retro gaming, that you know, for a lot of retro gamers, it's they want to find the original equipment, and you want to find the uh, the CRT TVs to play it on. Same thing for the older movies. A lot of them want to find VHS players, uh, you know, in order to play like the older slasher films on.
0: Um, and that's that's what I have. I have yeah. a whole rack of old, you know, I have my VCR in here. I have another one out in the living room. Like last year, my wife had never seen Die Hard. We have all, you know, all of them on Blu-ray, but it's like, nope, you're watching the VHS because we have a VCR. <laughs> With the pan
1: scan?
2: Oh, I hated pan scan
0: yeah i i I hear where you're coming from on that Leo. like i i'm that guy like i have you can see my cat in the background i have uh in our bedroom i have an old crt tv and i actually almost broke my foot when i dropped my nintendo on it the other day so i i have the old nintendo i have the old sega like i love the way those things look i don't like the way they look on these tvs but I like the way they look.
1: Cat. Hi, buddy.
0: I like the way they look on, you know, I like the tech mobile on a CRT TV. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. All right. it, it, it's all about Bo Jackson, baby.
0: Oh, yeah, I always played with the Raiders. <laughs> um,
1: no, and, and and that's what it is, too. Like, and I know for a fact some, some, pe- some distributors are now releasing new movies on VHS yeah. as, like, a limited time thing. Yeah. So –
2: uh wolfie says can you imagine how crappy evil dead is gonna look in 4k thank you james we need to take away leo's membership to reddit i like things james I, I don't... <laughs> you like
1: things, james yeah thanks wolfie i like i like things wolfie too
2: stuff and things yeah stuff, stuff and things, man yeah. Uh, well, I mean, all depends. I mean, if they remaster off the original, uh, 35 millimeter or whatever it was filmed in, you know, I, I would imagine there'd be an uh, improvement
1: to a point. But like I said, I think those movies are meant to be seen on 35 millimeter film on a VHS that you hand down from person to person. Like that's always what I felt like I saw evil dead and evil dead Two on a VHS. Yep. yep I saw, and I saw really bad movies on pan and scan. Like when I learned about widescreen and being like, what is this magnificent thing? Why? Trust me, I worked at Blockbuster when working at Blockbuster was still yeah. a thing. Um, Why
2: is there a black yeah. bar on the top and bottom? It broke my exactly. TV. I'm like, what is going on here? I'm like, you see so much more picture.
1: It's fantastic. <laughs> like, what happened to the top? Am I missing something? What's going on? Well, and, and we you need know, a new TV. Well, to be honest, <laughs> and, and you know where I noticed that the most watching Ghostbusters because I watched it full screen on a four x three, and then I'm like oh, that makes sense. I never know, saw Egon doing this and doing this when he's doing the prices behind what me. What the hell is Winston doing in this scene? Yeah, he was like, <laughs> oh, that's the stuff you pick up on, like, and that goes to multiple watching things again, but, like, your eyes are like, ooh, look at all the stuff. So, again, go, go, bring this all the way back to 80s nostalgia because that's what we like. Turn. <laughs> it goes back to that it's like, you said, like, I'm all for it. I'm always going to be like 80s, great, cool. Like I have NASA t-shirts. I have all that cool stuff. 'cause science rules but in in, in the, one of the commenters said it the best is like where does next the next wave is gonna be the nineties and we've already started seeing it. Yes, you've seen Captain a lot of like Captain Marvel, you've seen it with yep. um you know Nickelodeon doing a lot of their old T V shows now on Friday nights like they watching Jumanji. Oh, they yeah. watch Jumanji
2: the uh, new Jumanji uh they had the trailer for the new Jumanji in Spider Man. Yeah,
1: no yeah, no 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 I'm not not interested. No I saw the first one and I liked it I a lot I liked it, and the only reason that really made me enjoy it more is a. It took place in the same town that the original one happened in, Bedford, New Hampshire, the actual the fictional town, and it and it uh, and it um, honored Robin Williams' character the yeah. best it could.
2: Did you so, see, did you see the trailer though? That I New saw it,
1: it, it's just The Rock doing a Danny Devito impersonation. So
2: yeah, yeah, it's, I, yeah. I'm
1: very I'm very curious to see if that's going to be the whole movie. Cause that's gonna be the whole movie. I'm gonna be like, I'll wait for Jungle Cruise and Black Adam. Like, yeah,
0: I'm super <laughs> I, I, excited to see Kevin Hart do a Danny Glover impression
1: all for two hours.
2: <laughs> uh, Abraham uh, Spinney from Dark Discussion says, Did any of you own those players that used those giant cartridges that were like as long as an arm? I had one as a kid with a number of movies like Clash of Titans and The Thing from Another World. No. I am oh. unfamiliar
0: with that technology.
2: No, uh, growing up, my brother had uh, a laserdisc, um, and then uh, we eventually got VHS. And then from there, it just—I was so excited when I first when I owned my actual first like VHS player, like in the early nineties. My my first movie that I bought was Commando. We lose you, James? Huh? Oh, you froze for a second.
1: Yeah, because it's my my computer. I am surprised my computer's still running um
0: are these flames supposed to be here or
1: um no i mean i mean i remember like certain events with my you know with with vhs and movies and stuff like that but again it's it's different when it's a subtle subtle thing and i think that's what i stranger things i think is the one that set it off majorly yeah because that was about three years four years or was it three years ago four years ago uh three i think so you know three years ago you know and i remember i remember seeing the trailer for stranger things and being like this reminds why does this this font look familiar like because I remember when they announced the show, I'm like, what the hell is this? And I remember the Nerdist doing stuff about it, and they were talking about it, and I'm like, I don't get, why is this such a hit? And then they're like, ah, oh, dude, it's just like the 80s all over again. I remember those bikes and those clothing and those, sh-. I'm like,
0: what? I don't know.
1: Hold yeah, on. see,
0: and it's also, I think the, the heavy synth music is very reminiscent of like all the stuff Carpenter did. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah. So you've got but- that
2: obviously there's a market for it because a lot of us that grew up in the 80s you know all of us here is you know we have disposable income and they want to suck that away from us you know Yes, well, disposable. Well, uh, I keep wasting yeah. money on food and rent.
1: Yeah. Food, rent, <laughs> medical supplies, yeah. cat food. Uh,
2: you know, one thing I've cat. I've seen it in is they've started re-releasing some of the um generation one transformers in the original eighties packaging.
1: Well they did that with Kenner or Kenner did that with Star Wars.
2: Oh yeah, yep, yep. That's right. Yeah, so now uh Star Wars uh, um it'd be awesome if they, they didn't need all that money. Yeah, I know. Uh but now it's uh um was it Hasbro? Um yeah, yeah. so like the original Optimus Prime uh was just re-released without a trailer, just the original like little figure. They're asking 50 bucks for it.
1: Oh boy, I got to get that money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's it's like uh the resurgence with Legos a few years ago. I have a yeah. uh, a Lego set that I bought on clearance at Target about 13 years ago, and it's Jabba's sail barge. And there's like a half, uh, close to a dozen different figures, you know, R2 and C3PO and Jabba and uh, pretty much everybody that was on the sail barge, plus the little skiff, plus a Sarlacc. I've paid thirteen forty-eight for it, something like that. If you were to buy that set now, or even in the last like five years, it is, I don't know, 10 times that, and it doesn't include all the same stuff. Like this is an 871 piece set. All the figures, you know, I had Luke, and Boba Fett, uh, Han Solo and Carbonite, you know, the Gamorrean guards.
1: Don't forget, they have a Porg Lego set for $80. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it's just a ah, Porg. It's a singular Porg. And it's the Porg is, like, this big, too. Like, it's not a thing. But, like, But I remember I was talking to my buddy who knew someone who worked for Lego, and they said the one thing that saved Lego was merchandise, Like, them buying the rights to a... And that was a risk. That was a huge risk, buying, like we're going to buy the rights to make a Lego set based on X because it's never been done before. And it was a gamble and it paid off.
0: You know, it sucks about, about Lego though. And again, I, I don't mean to go on so many tangents, but that's the way my brain works.
1: I mean, is it because uh, they're Dutch?
0: No, it's when I was working at target, they have, you know, if you walk through a target or a Walmart or whatever, and you see all like the displays inside the little plastic cases. Yeah. Um, I was like, what do we do with these when we're done with them? They're Like, <laughs> Oh, they, they get crushed in the compactor. Can I have them? No, we have a contract that says they have to get destroyed. Can we donate them to to yep. children or something? Like, can we give them away? No, they have to be destroyed.
2: Yeah, uh, what? Well, same thing. Well, it's the same thing with
1: like merchandising. Like, I remember when uh, Ghostbusters came out, the bunch of all the Ghostbusters standees and stuff like that. They had Sony told them they had to destroy it. They couldn't resell it or give it away.
2: Yeah. Uh, when I worked at
1: no so, free marketing. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have ever thought
2: that would ever happen? Uh, when I worked at Software, et cetera, back in the uh, 90s, uh, there was similar things to, like, um, some of the controllers. Like, if, if certain items were returned, um, it was too expensive to send back, so we had to destroy it. So a lot of times, like, once a week we'll be going through cutting cables so that, you know, the controllers wouldn't work, and it was just crazy stuff. Uh, Abraham said, it's uh, terrible. It is, Totally uh abraham says the book series uh scary stories to tell in the dark uh was from the 80s uh, if i recall and that's getting a movie as well um
1: yeah but that's not something that's been beaten to death yeah no and 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 don't forget the one thing that made those books scary were the drawings stories it was the stories by um silverstein schwartz Schwartz. Schwartz. okay why was silverstein oh is the guy saying silverstein
0: the giving tree where the sidewalk
1: ends yeah
2: um to go back to lego also it's uh they were saved originally by a wooden duck right it was in- i
1: don't know i have to watch the toys that made this episode again yeah yeah i didn't i didn't see that show honestly uh
2: you gotta check it out there's uh, so season one there's so two. much
1: content <laughs>
2: Well, uh are they're, they're short I think they're short episodes, uh and it's very no, short they're, seasons.
1: They're an hour and a half to two hours each. Oh really? Two. Yeah, they they go like unbelievably deep dives into yeah. the whole the whole history of the toy. Yep. Like the G.I. Joe one spends a good thirty minutes on like the patent lawsuits. Yeah. And like the invention of like the bendable arms and the, the fingers and how they could tell who was copywriting their their G.I. Joe yep. because there was a mistake in the wax or whatever it was. Or we had like two left hands or something like that. And they could tell if they copied one. It was because they had two left hands. It was something weird where like they would pull random dolls off and check to see if it was one of theirs or it was a clone. And
2: uh, how Barbie started off as a uh, doll you would buy your mistress. Yeah like
0: yeah we uh we watched the um the documentary on that tiny shoulders it was more about like how they changed barbie into like you know more more of an aspiration figure like it's okay to have an athletic build. it's okay to be built like this you know and it was, it was a really good uh really good um,
1: also how the barbie was built by a guy and they like fought tooth and nail to get him off of that because it was just like he wasn't a good guy yeah there's a
0: there's a lot of stuff
2: yeah um, uh, definitely check out the series though uh, it's season one and two, and uh, See, they're working on season three, and they're working
1: on a spinoff. Awesome. Yeah, it's on. It's on Netflix, right?
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and it's. Uh, um, I think it's only like six. six episodes. Ep- yeah, six episodes. Uh, so it's like nine hours. Brian uh, Labrick <laughs> says hi, dorks. Hey, Brian. Uh, we met him at uh, Scaricon. Uh, nice guy there. And uh, I know we are. What are we coming up on time? We're coming up on about an hour. I, I know we diverged quite a bit. But we went deep into eighties nostalgia and why it's, I think it's nostalgia in general. Yeah. yeah. Uh is there anything else we should trample on before then?
1: I am I'm all good. Um I'm losing water at a record pace, <laughs> but I'm good.
2: What's what's your temperature there now, James? Is it like ninety eight, something like that?
1: I don't know, the thermometer's in the bedroom. Um after where the air conditioning is but there's just that's a that's a fancy yurt you got bedrooms and
0: thermometers
1: and air conditioners yeah you know we spared no expense you know very expensive Uh,
2: brian is asking us to sing something so i know this is live
1: something what is he
0: asking us to sing
2: i don't know we can't really sing anything because
1: Leo doesn't want to get sued.
2: Well, you can. I don't know.
1: No, no, no. no this is live. It is nine twenty-four p.m. on Eastern Standard Time on July third, two thousand
2: nineteen. There it is. Yes. go. Yes. <laughs> uh, I, I would call my wife over here to sing something, but I know she's a little, a little shy. On I mean, the do, camera. do you want
1: like like a butterfly? Do you want me to hold like a ransom newspaper up? Like what is?
2: <laughs> you know, how do I prove that it
0: is?
1: Yeah. Oh, here we go. Oh, that's creepy. Look at that. Did you see like the camera lens like flashing on yeah. me? Yeah. The
0: camera turned on for a second there, and I got incepted. I don't know what the hell was going on. Uh, so there you I go. Fell into, I fell on. into infinity.
2: Uh, Brian said that's fine. Uh, actually, it was the three-year anniversary my wife uh, sang with a foreigner. Nice. Yeah, they were uh, playing at Foxwoods, and they reached out to a local choir group uh, to, uh, to sing with them.
1: That's pretty rad. Yeah. Is it that type of choir group, or is it like? No, she was. Is this type of choir group, or like?
2: No, uh, just uh. You, nope, no fun at all. No, 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 no fun. No. <laughs> she, she does uh, uh every week. Korean
1: chants, and that's it.
2: No, she does like a uh, barbershop quartet type of thing. Uh,
0: oh, that's pretty cool.
2: Yeah. That's
1: different than a chorus, dude. Like a quartet is four people.
2: No, 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 no. That's what she does. Five, week. if you count Chief Wiggles. There you go. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Uh, no, she <laughs>
1: she. she just walks backwards out. of it.
2: Uh she does a lot of singing. That that's her weekly getaway her creative outlet. Uh but really um, baby
1: on board. You, you don't even start like humming baby on board. Get yeah. the TFS. And you have a Grammy? Oh man, what do I do for a Grammy?
2: <laughs> uh well it's about that time. I wanna remind everybody that Terrificon is coming up in August ninth through the eleventh. Uh some awesome guests. Billy D. Williams is gonna be there. Uh, yeah, and then from Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, George Perez, uh, we got the notice that Billy D cannot do interviews. Uh, he is under contract until after Rise of Skywalker. Uh, I saw
0: can't do video. Oh,
1: okay. That's
0: what I saw. Can't it's do
1: probably because he can't video. give like, a wink like, nudge, nudge. <laughs> I mean, that, I'm just
0: saying that's what I saw. And I was like, because it was Val Kilmer, Kilmer who's doing no interviews.
1: Yeah. What? What, what value of nothing going on? Like,
2: Well, maybe he's doing a... I thought they were doing a real genius, uh, too. Again, another movie being like,
1: hmm, let me think of a movie that <laughs> just has enough of a cult following that a sequel is necessary 30 years after the fact.
0: Yeah. Oh, like Tron?
1: I like Tron Legacy. I they really do want either. another... I, I really want a sequel to Tron. Like, I want Tron 3. Like, I'm just... I remember when Tron this again, this is our tangent. This is our final thing. Even tron <laughs> tr- 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 Tron 3, Tron harder. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I remember seeing Tron Legacy in the theaters and I'm like, this is awesome. And then I went and bought Tron like Legacy that came with original Tron. I'm like, wow, Tron is terrible, but Tron Legacy is good.
0: <laughs> oh, the original game has better graphics than the new movie. <laughs>
2: uh brian says i was in a test drive with steven tyler once um was he, he like, like at a car
0: dealership and steven tyler was coming to buy a car <laughs> from him that's like the only scenario like I unless they know. were both vying for the same
1: car that uh, at that point in time i'm gonna be like uh, you can have it steven i'm just mm-hmm. gonna get the one next to it like i'm all set dude <laughs>
0: I will say I did I did watch a fun movie today, uh, Brawl and Cell Block 99. I haven't seen the other 98, but I was able to follow the story with no problem. Awesome. I hope
1: so. I mean, like I heard I heard Brawl and number, Brawling number 43 is the best.
2: It may be true.
1: After that it kind of jumps the shark and then it jumps like a pot of sharks.
2: Uh, so Patrick, who are you most excited to meet at Terrificon?
1: Um <laughs>
0: if anybody listened to our show a while ago they would know it was about a year ago that i am uh my all-time favorite comic storyline is infinity gauntlet and the infinity gauntlet crew are going to be like ron oh. Lim and jim starlin like yes like that's they... my all-time favorite storyline wait what the infinity gauntlet
1: so leo we're gonna have, to have a conversation off the air <laughs>
2: actually they also had uh roy thomas there uh last year as well and they had an awesome um uh, and who's the guy that created thanos
0: uh starling
2: there was somebody else
1: mama thanos and papa thanos
0: there's ron Lim and jim Starlin. dark
2: side who was the first one you mentioned ron Lim. no maybe
1: dark side and then that's who made thanos okay who came uh, first, Thanos or Dark Side?
2: Uh, Dark Side by about thirty years. Maybe it was Jim Starlin. Um, it was Roy Thomas and I'm gonna have to go back on my video, uh, but they had an awesome discussion on the creation of Thanos last year as well. Um, and huge Infinity Gauntlet. They had a like a life size Thanos there that you get your big picture taken. He was like I don't know, like ten feet tall. That and... seems about right. Yeah. <laughs> He's like bigger than the Hulk. So. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, James, we can we can certainly talk. Uh, so Patrick, where do you like people following you?
0: Uh, preferably down the street, uh, about fifteen paces behind. Sunglasses, that's usually or no sunglasses. Um, it depends if, if it's cloudy out and you're wearing sunglasses. That's a little weird, but as my wife says, the sun never sets on a badass. Uh, no, uh, I generally. Uh, uh, Facebook, we just finally, uh, we were shamed at ScareCon because we didn't have a, uh, a Facebook page for the podcast. <laughs> so we finally have a Facebook page, Throwdown Thursday Podcast. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter, uh, TD Thursday Pod. Yes.
2: Uh, I don't know if you had
0: some, something you wanted to say.
2: No, Uh, Jim Starlin. That was it. Is that who I said before? I think so. Yeah, it was Jim Starlin and Roy Thomas. I'm sorry. Cool. E- exactly who Patrick said it was. Yep
0: um so where are oh yeah that's a td thursday pod on twitter uh throw it on thursday podcast on instagram and you can follow me at patrick rayhall you can find me under patsy the angry nerd on uh, um, that's patrick rayhall's on uh, twitter and instagram I tend to have a lot of weird conversations with random people about podcast stuff and just life in general. So if you want to talk about weird stuff, very
1: similar conversations as to what we had this evening. And even more Simpsons references.
0: Yeah. Oh no, I do not stop. I do not stop with the Simpsons reference. Like I, I'm, I want to start selling a shirt in uh, our T public store that says, you know, Oh, that's like on the Simpsons when, because I start so many conversations that way.
1: Oh yeah, no, I oh. no, I do. I do with the, Remember in the Simpsons or the whole South Park thing, the Simpsons did it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Did you see the new uh, Funkos they just announced for the Tang and Kodos? Yes. No, 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 no. There's even more
1: so bad.
2: Okay, they're releasing a whole line, me. I voted for <laughs> Uh, they're releasing a a, they a, a whole line of um what is it? The what's the Halloween episode? Treehouse, Treehouse yeah? of horror. Uh, so it's um, a purple Marge, um, Homer as King Kong, uh, the baby. One of the best episodes. The, the baby as the little octopus.
1: Yeah, yep. yeah. when Marge was impregnated. Like
0: you may baby. choose either a friend's wedding, the backseat of a Camaro, or the alley behind a porno theater. I absolutely refuse to go along with this but since I have no choice, I'll take the alley.
1: <laughs> no, that was the backseat of the car.
0: No, they, they had the backseat of the car in the alley.
2: Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so definitely check out Throwdown Thursday podcast. James, I, was, we're... I,
1: I think we need to do like a Simpsons, like just start doing like a monthly Simpsons episode. I'm down. There I... we go. We just got another show for the podcast. There we go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Leo, I, I, uh, do you have
1: a job that you're not moderating shows?
2: Do I have what? A
1: real job that when you're not moderating all the shows, yeah,
2: I do. And, and uh, uh, it's a very tiring job, everything I mean, is, I, but I love it. I mean,
1: the of the name of the show is the shirt name is just going to be the show. Yeah, I don't get that. No, Patrick said, I have a shirt. I want to get a shirt oh. that says,
2: Oh, that says Dorks the Podcast.
1: No, well, I'm still waiting for other merch, but oh. sure. <laughs>
2: uh okay james you're you're melting there where do you like people following you
1: you can find me here on the Dorkening podcast network at dorks the podcast as well as our up-and-coming uh comic book review show called splash splash pages um that should be dropping mm, 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 soon yep. um like the Atlanta falcons um <laughs> and his wife hillary yeah <laughs> Um, do you think it's strange in a football episode there was not a single scene of football being played?
0: Was this a, football, a football a Super Bowl episode featuring Bradley partner that had no singing or football? Um, shut up, you! I don't even get this reference either. Now this don't make a lick of sense. <laughs> Vincent Price shows up
1: driving the Madden bus with his nephew Jody. If you're calling about the missing eyes, beat. Mm. Feet, there it is. You calling about the missing feet? Uh, is it, is
2: he still alive? What what streaming service is doing this at the Simpsons? Is it Disney? Disney?
0: Disney will be doing it in November. So, uh, right um, now, FX it? FX has it. has it. Yeah, I was looking. I was actually looking for a
2: specific clip
0: today to show my office mate. Because I told him, I said, "When you get to hell, you tell him Itchy sent you." And he had no idea what I was talking
1: about. I don't, still, my favorite hell one is still the, the donut scene.
0: No, I gotta go. I gotta go, King Homer. Here we're going to Ape Island. What for? <laughs> Capture a giant ape. I wish we were going to Candy Apple Island. Candy Apple Island. What do they have there? Apes, but well, not so big.
1: <laughs> Women and semen don't mix.
0: <laughs> the the language that uh, the the natives were speaking the thing that they were saying when he's like mosey Tatupu mosey Tatupu mosey Tatupu was a running back for the Patriots
1: <laughs> oh my god I love that show and then it got bad after season 10. Um, oh, I know
0: I I disagree uh, see we can talk about this off. Yeah. <laughs> Leo
1: wants to go uh, right, you find me at those two shows as well as I'll pop in random shows here and there yep. uh, you also can find me at Longtime Storm on the tweets and the Instagram as also currently in the dorks uh, podcast network archives is a dork Zeke season one. Um, we will be relaunching sometime this fall. Uh, once baby uh, taco cat enters the world, we'll start up again and uh, keep that podcast going. Uh, so definitely stay tuned for that. But if you want to catch up on the episodes beforehand, sorry, there's like fireworks, like going off. So oh, it's nice. one of those things that's going on. So check it out. But also uh, I want to give a quick, really, really quick shout out to um, our buddy, Alex Hoey uh who uh has a patreon going as well as uh coffee so check him out he's awesome arts he's one of our co-hosts he's been a little busy with some work as well as getting his health back up to where it needs to be but we definitely wish him uh good luck and check out his patreon it's definitely worth it. so hopefully leo has him in the show notes up above or down below and uh we'll go from there Happy 4th,
2: everybody. Well said, James. Well said. Well, uh, for me, you can just Google Leopon, find a bunch of stuff. It could be true, could be not. I have no idea. I haven't checked in a while. Uh, but more importantly, watch these awesome people on our show. And, uh, you know, we do a bunch of shows throughout the week. Every Sunday, you can find us live at 10 a.m. Eastern. The Wicked Horror Show comes at you live every uh, Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern. And uh, Tuesday coming up, we're going to have um, D. Wallace joining us. E.T.'s mom. Or the mom of E.T. Not E.T.'s mom. Elliot Elliot's mom.
1: Elliot.
2: <laughs> uh, 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 also, I'm
0: very sad that I'm I'm recording that night, so I'm not gonna be able to catch it live.
2: Well I when we have her on, you know what? We'll talk about it uh after after I yes. uh, cut the cord here. Uh also black and white fright on our show, super retro throwback reviews on the network, uh secret underground hideout that strange show some announcements coming up soon with some additional shows we won't say anything until they do and uh am i missing anybody i know i'm missing secret uh that's you got
1: uh, black white fright you black. got wicked horror you got the darkening on sundays yep. three darkening guys uh,
2: three guys at horror three guys at horror latest show on <laughs> network, network as well
1: underground. secret underground
2: secret underground. you said secret underground yep okay so i'm not paying attention Oh, that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, uh, we'll catch you guys later. Bye. Happy 4th. Happy 4th of July. Happy Bastille Day.
0: That's not for another.